and, and also the two pieces of carbon are doing different things because the one that's built into the shoe is kind of looking to, again, smooth the ride out and stabilize a very soft, you know, the carbon fiber, the, the main purpose at, from my research in the carbon fiber built into the shoes is to provide the foam, because they have these ultra soft foams now, with stability. Because if they took the carbon out of these shoes, you would turn your ankle, you'd have posterior tibial tendon issues, you would have so many stability issues in the shoe that you would cause major injury. So here's the question. How do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, running coach, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy, where we help active adults be able to run without aches and pains so you can feel good about yourself again. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Hey guys, I am here with Matt Archiolo from Victory Performance Insoles to share his knowledge about carbon fiber insoles for running. And this is episode 82 on the Healthy Runner podcast. Welcome to the show, Matt. Hi, nice to be here, Dwayne. I look forward to this. We planned this so long ago and all of a sudden it cropped up on us. So it's, I'm glad it's finally here. Indeed. Yes, we have had this in the works for a while and the timing is, is really fitting. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. So Healthy Runners, I want to know if you are currently wearing an insert or an orthotic or have been told you should be wearing an insole for running? Do you have flat feet? Do you get foot pain with running? Do you want to perform better as a runner? These are all common problems that I have helped runners with for the past 17 years as a running physical therapist and coach. And I am excited to bring on an expert in the field, all things foot and ankle. So Matt is a board certified podorthist. He has been helping athletes recover from injuries for over 30 years. As Victory's founder and inventor, he has been helping athletes stay healthier and perform up to their true potential. So he basically embodies everything we are passionate about here on Healthy Runner in getting stronger, faster, and becoming a lifelong injury-free runner. So it is very fitting, as I mentioned, that we have Matt on the show today because the Olympics just started. I don't know about you guys, but we are enjoying watching it in my uh, household. And Matt was, has been involved uh, with the Olympics himself, and he has a connection that he's going to share with you. So let's get started with our dynamic warm-up, Matt. This is the first question we ask all our guests on the show. Uh, tell us a little bit uh, where you're from and uh, what do you do? Uh, originally from Milford, Connecticut, uh, born and raised, uh, come from a fourth generation family of shoe fitters and shoemakers uh, from Italy. We came from Foggia, Italy, and uh, my grandfather was one of 10 brothers that were shoemakers, hand shoemakers, and uh, my dad, who ran the business for 70 years, who's now 104 years old, um, and uh, I became a pedorthist in 2003 and became the pedorthist of record for the United States Olympic bobsled skeleton team in 2005, training out of Lake Placid. So after talking to the coaches and the athletes, 
I said, you know, what, what could I do as a podorthist? You know, because I had been doing the regular standard custom orthotics for years. And I said, you know, what could I do for you guys that would have a material effect on the outcome of the race? And they said, listen, there's three things that affect the outcome of a race of a bobsled event. Number one is sled design. And they're pretty much all the same. They're computer optimized. They are designed to, you know, be very streamlined and to not have a lot of uh, friction. So uh, the second thing he said is driver error. And we train for this every day. He said, if you can get us one-tenth of a second in the push, the, the 20 or 30 steps before the race, before they jump into the slam, uh, he said that is the difference between gold medal and 10th place. So I said, you know what? And I had I have experience in brace work, carbon fiber braces, AFO braces. And I said, if we could develop a product that could be streamlined to fit in to the bobsled shoes, which are even tighter than track shoes, and that would store and return energy for them. You know, we're not worried about support and cushioning on the ice. Uh, that could have a material effect on the race. So I started with fiberglass. I started with different types of uh, composite materials and finally came uh, upon what is now known as the victory insole. The victory insole is, it's basically less than one eighth of uh, one millimeter thickness and it is designed to be less than an ounce in a men's size nine. The idea here is that it would fit into the small confines of a bobsled shoe and yet store energy and return it. And I was kind of handcuffed because I had to store the energy and return it in on ice. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's kind of a, a tough task. Um, so the, after about four years of development, we came up with what is now known as a victory insole, and we have won gold medals uh, in the Vancouver Olympics, the night train, the famous night train four-man bobsled, won gold. And uh, we have developed a company, we've hired a CEO, we've obtained patents on it, which have been approved uh, for all 16 claims, and here we are. Wow, that is such a great story. Thank you so much for sharing. And I just love the family history there, um, especially with my family being from Italy originally. And I can appreciate uh, some of your story. And And you said your grandfather's 104? Or is it my you, father? Your father. Wow, yeah. God bless him. That's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's pretty incredible. Amazing. Very fortunate. My mom's 94. So you know, and they're still, you know, they have their faculties and they're living in their own house. And it's Oh my cool. goodness. And I hope I have some of those genes. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Hopefully. And I'm sure it's a testament to them being fairly active. Right. So he was a shoemaker himself and, right. you know, right. probably right. lived an active lifestyle and, yep. you know, wasn't sedentary. And hopefully that's, that's kind of all of our dream here at healthy that's runner right. is to, you know, stay and be able to have longevity in our lives, right? Yeah, 
Exactly. From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> exactly. Um, and yeah, I probably should share how we originally got connected. Um, for those who have been listening to the podcast for a while here, last summer, we had Stephanie Blosey on from Fleet Feet in West Hartford, who really shared um, her interesting background as a meteorologist on how to prepare to run in hot weather and talked all about dew point and how that's the variable we need to look at, you know, for our summer running. Um, so that was a fantastic episode. She was like a ball of energy and she actually connected us with you because I know um, she's been using your insoles in her store and, you know, they've been getting some great results with the runners who are visiting Fleet Feet in West Hartford. So for a local Connecticut audience here, guys, um, if what Matt talks about today is something that you are interested in yourself, um, you can head right over to Fleet Feet in West Hartford, um, visit their store, and you can actually try them on there um, and, and get those insoles. But yeah, thanks and shout out to Steph for uh, hooking us up and making the connection. And, you know, once we connected, I was like, well, this is definitely interesting. And, you know, I'll share my personal story as I was going through Matt and I were just talking about, you know, as I was going through PT school, but when I was a PT student, I was trying to run on the treadmill for kind of cardio, right? For my gym routine and to kind of get lean. And I kept on developing piriformis syndrome. And I would have like this buttock pain, the spasm in my butt. You know, my professor at the time, you know, he was like, well, it's because you're overpronating so much. And, you know, that's causing. So he fitted me for custom foot orthotics. And I've been in custom foot orthotics for literally 17 years. Um, and I just recently have, you know, started to see the benefit of weaning out of some of my, you know, that much motion control, essentially of my foot, because I was getting stiffness in my foot and really working some mobility, intrinsic muscle strengthening. And I started using some over-the-counter, you know, insoles. And, you know, I reached out uh, to you guys and was like, hey, I'd be really willing to try something new, right? I'm kind of like, you know, I'm willing to try new things, right? See if they work. And I've been actually using uh, the Victory insoles now for four months um, for my runs. And I'm really, really impressed with them. So that's why I needed to bring Matt on the show today, guys, because as you know, I'm very passionate about sharing things that can help all of our running community. And I would never share something that really I didn't try myself, right? So I've, I've ran in them this morning, did my nice little easy run in them this morning, and they've been working out great. And I'm really excited for you to share really, um, you know, this topic. And it, it is a topic that I think has been really trending in the running world, especially the last year. It sounds like you guys were way ahead of the curve, probably, honestly, were some of the, um, you know, the, the trendsetters or the originators of kind of using carbon fiber. But that's been all the buzz of late with carbon fiber shoes. And, you know, I guess the first question I really have for you, Matt, is, what are carbon fiber insoles? Yeah, well, carbon fiber insoles, one of the main uh, attributes of carbon fiber insoles, you know, carbon fiber has been used for years as a limiting uh, factor for turf toe, for uh, first metatarsal arthritis, for, you know, uh, things like hallux limitus, hallux rigidus, which is a, you know, res uh, restriction of motion, caused restriction of motion for runners and as well as, as a hallux valgus, which is, you know, a bunion. So uh, it had been used for years uh, as a limiting factor and a, and a stabilizing factor. And what we've, we've done is we've taken a 
the VK, I don't know if you can see it here, and the Victory insole. And what it does, normal carbon fiber is stiff and doesn't bend. The secret sauce to the VK is that when you bend your foot to run or jump, you get a tremendous pushback. So the paradigm of using carbon fiber for just a stabilizing or limiting factor uh, on a joint uh, has been changed with this product because not only does this insole support and stabilize, but it also provides propulsion. And the concept of dynamic insoles for a hundred years, orthotics or insoles have been passive devices. They've been padding, they've been cushioning, and they've been support. They don't give anything back, they absorb, okay? The, it's like jumping on a mattress and jumping on a trampoline. The mattress absorbs the energy, the trampoline stores the energy. And a trampoline does not create any energy, it uses the energy that you are imparting on. So that is the theory behind the Victory insole. Now, of course, the Victory insole comes with a nice soft top cover, and we mount the VK carbon plate right to the bottom of it. So you get the cushioning and the support of a standard insole. A tremendous arch here, tremendous lateral arch here, and a nice heel cushion. And you get the performance benefits of the carbon. So the concept of this whole, of the whole Victory company, I have, uh, I have really uh, am excited about developing products that are dynamic products, not passive products that'll give back to the runner. You know, normal running shoes, your standard, your Asics, your Brooks, your Saucony, New Balance, you know, they're super cushioned, super foamy, and are designed to do two things, to attenuate shock, and number two, to make a smooth ride. You know, you runners call it a smooth ride. A nice, you know, whether you're a heel to toe runner or whether you're a midfoot striker or a forefoot striker, you still want to convert sagittal plane energy, which is down into forward energy. So the that's the idea. So by creating a product that gives back to the runner, it, it really makes a difference in not, not only fatigue, but cushioning and support and propulsion. So with all those things, this is, we, we like to, to, to classify this as gear. We don't like to classify this as an insole. It's gear that is gear just like a running shoe is gear. It's gear like compression socks are gear. They're, you know, compression socks are doing something for the runner. You know, it's not like they're just not a foot covering. So that that's our, you know, that's our concept. And that's uh, really the basis of the company. Yeah, no, thank you for uh, summarizing that. And really, I think what you're talking about is that it's providing a function, right? It's actually enhancing, it's doing something, right? And so it's not a passive, like you mentioned, um, support or passive product, or it looks cool, or 
It's just something added as a filler. Um, it's got an actual function to it and we'll get kind of into that, but maybe, you know what, uh, Matt, I think might be, uh, good to take one step back because I mentioned it earlier and I'm sure it like flew every, over everyone's head. I just want to make sure we clarify here. I know you're a certified podorthist. What is a, cause we've never had a certified podorthist on the show yet. We've had podiatrists before, um, but we ha- never had a certified podorthist. Can you just explain to our audience? What is a certified, uh, board certified podorthist? Sure. A podorthist is a is uh, an individual that is trained in biomechanics, orthotics, and gait analysis. Basically, um, you know, I had the 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 good luck of starting my career in the shoe in the shoe business, and then slowly went to the bracing business, and then became a podorthist, which is the custom orthotics gait analysis and biomechanics. So we're trained in that. And, you know, a a podorthist also is, has an advantage in that I can marry an orthotic to a shoe. So I can tell you what type of orthotic and I fabricate the orthotic for you in our custom versions, but I can also tell you the best shoe that the orthotic would fit into. So that's what a a podorthist does. We're not an MD, Um, but we, are really a, a good liaison between uh, orthopedists, physiatrists, uh, podiatrists, and uh, and the patient. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I've definitely come into contact with many podorthists in my career, and especially when I used to do custom foot orthotics um, earlier in my career. And you guys are like the wizards of really, I think you described it well, that you really tie the patient and like their condition to the actual shoe and understanding a bit about how the body works versus just someone working in a shoe store, right? Who doesn't have formal training on how the body works. Like you mentioned, you know, gait and how people walk or how they run and then um, the footwear that can go with that. So yeah, Matt is like the foot uh, wear expert. Um, so that's why I'm super excited to have you on today. So just to give everyone a little background on uh, some of Matt's kind of previous training and where he's kind of come from and what he's speaking from, you know, really from his clinical side of things, you know, his whole career. And I think it's really, really interesting um, and really neat, honestly, in seeing your career path and how you did develop a product um, that served a purpose and fixed a problem, right? That the bobsled team was looking to improve upon and now have adapted that to all athletes. And, um, so before we get into kind of some specifics of VKs, um, Let's talk a little bit about, because many of our listeners might have some common condition that runners can unfortunately suffer from, such as plantar fasciitis, Achilles tendon pain. Um, You mentioned actually first toe joint arthritis or MTP arthritis, or those, this HAV deformity, kind of Matt talked about if you have a bunion, right? And you're running and your bunion's painful, right? So those specific like running injuries, would those conditions respond well to a carbon fiber insole? Yeah, what's kind of neat is that, you know, we, we, we always talk about this storage and return of energy, which is cool in and of itself. But when you take a carbon plate that is flexible, not only does it give you the push-off in concentric, it gives you a diving board effect on eccentric. 
So you, when you come back down, whether it's in the ball of the foot or whether you're at heel strike, you're coming down on the heel. It gives you that kind of a diving board effect. So you're not just pounding the ground. You're getting that kind of a smooth ride from the carbon. So the carbon is absorbing shock at what we call heel strike. And then if you look at the, the shape of the VK, it's only touches in the front and in the rear. And that absorbs shock at mid stance. And then at heel off, which is third stage of gait, obviously, that stores the energy at the metatarsal heads. And at toe off, that's where you get the pop. So, and the cycle starts all over again. So at all four stages of gait, if indeed you are, you use all four stages of gait, at heel strike, it's absorbing shock. At mid stance, it's cushioning because of the, the, the deflection of the, of the carbon. At heel off, it's storing the energy. And at toe off, it's returning the energy. And that is a dynamic insole. It does something for the runner at each stage of gait, not just sits there and absorbs shock. So really, then the fact that it really is taking the body through these different motions, and I would imagine that would decrease stress to the soft tissue structures, um, as well as probably propel someone past that first toe joint, if it's not extending and they're limited in mobility, then that kind of, so like, is this what you see as treatment versus like the traditional, like rocker shoe where we used to kind of have like a rocker bottom shoe or. Yeah. Well, certainly, certainly uh, the rocker sole shoes like the Hoka's or the new, you know, the, the Brooks uh, Hyperion and that, you know, there's a, you know, everyone's kind of joined the parade when it comes to, you know, Nike came out with the Vaporfly four years ago and everyone followed suit. All of a sudden, carbon fiber was cool. I applied for this patent in 2012 and got it in 2015. It wasn't thought of before 2016 or 17 by the, the big boys. So I'm kind of proud of that. So um, the, uh, the concept of carbon fiber in footwear is kind of old, but the car, concept of carbon fiber in athletic footwear is kind of new, all right? And so uh, even in the Vaporfly and the Hoka X and that, you know, the, the new family of carbon fiber uh, companies, uh, carbon fiber offerings from these companies, it's still designed, their carbon is shaped this way, the other way. It's shaped to be like a rocking chair. Again, a smoother ride. Whereas ours is kind of counterintuitive because that gives you that cushioning we told you at heel strike and at mid stance. So, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're, <laughs> I'm very proud and really uh, at first when they came out with, with the carbon fiber, I was like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? You know, they're, 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 they're copying us. That is the best form of flattery. You know, they have proven on a large scale that this concept works. So, you know, and uh, it's really been, it's really been quite a ride. So I'm, I'm very, very happy with it. Indeed. That's great. So 
first off, um, those that are listening on the podcast, you're going to want to check out the video replay of this either within the Health Runner Facebook group or on the Spark Your Training YouTube channel, because Matt is giving some very good visuals of what he's talking about using the actual insole, insole and showing some of that um, bounce back. So you're going to want to check out the video version of this. We have some questions. So let's field some questions if that's okay with you, Matt. And then we'll kind of continue on for some of the questions that I got um, prior to today. And so uh, Coach Whitney wants to know that, you know, she's saying, so they stabilize. Would you recommend them for someone who overpronates? When I designed the uh, Victory Insole, I mean, I had a choice. You can go down the rabbit hole of trying to design a, a off, the, off the shelf, over the counter insole for all arch types. And you would have 50 different types of, of, of uh, insoles. So I designed the orthotic or the insole to be arch type agnostic. And what I mean by that is I designed it with a high enough arch in this area to support a high arch. And if you look, the arch on uh, standard insole looks like that. But when you put the carbon on it, now the arch has been pushed up here. So now you have an even higher arch. So this is amplified by the carbon underneath it. So someone with a high arch feels tremendous support here. And yes, someone with a lower arch or a flat foot will compress the carbon and this nice soft cushion top cover will support them. So if you put something in someone's shoe that the arch is too high, it feels like they have a baseball in there. So, and, and conversely, if you don't put enough arch support in then someone with a normal to high arch, what we call pescavus, is not gonna feel anything. So I designed this to kind of be a one size fits all arch type. Um, so that pretty much anyone can use it and it would not be it would not be uncomfortable for different arch types. Now, the one of the most important uh, aspects of the victory insole is that you're basically designing a lever, okay? So you're basically have to bend and return. So when you design a lever and you put, say you put this carbon fiber, plate under a 300 pound nose tackle that's a size 16 he's going to need a lot more spring than a 100 pound cheerleader okay so we have something what we call pro levels pro levels are algorithmic calculations that we have pretty much perfected and dialed in that when you order online you choose your sport you choose your body weight range, you choose your shoe size and footwear type or whatever you're using this, whatever you're using this for. So once you choose all those parameters, automatically we pick the proper pro level for you that's gonna give you the most spring, still allow you to bend the carbon and give you the, the spring back. If you, if you put you know, a, what we call our stiffest, which is a pro six, on a hundred pound tennis player, they're, they're not gonna be able to bend it. So they're not gonna get anything back out of it. Conversely, if you put a pro three on a 250 pound tight end, he's not gonna feel any spring. So this is what we call our pro level is kind of a customization 
So it gives you the spring you need considering the sport you play, the shoe size you are and the weight range you're in. Excellent. I love the customization there. So now Wayne and uh, Whitney uh, both want to know how long does a pair last? Um, so specifically, you know, Wayne asked about if someone's training for a marathon, um, what is, what is the shelf life on these? How often do they need to be replaced? Once a week. No. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, okay. That was good. You got me for a second. I was gotcha. like, wait, once a week. He <laughs> was stunned. Um, the, uh, you know, LSU was one of our first customers. It was really interesting. And the LSU football team, and they would go through them. And, and this, the team, we, we would outfit the whole team. You know, they're going to get about a season out of them. Okay. But these are football players. Uh, runners, one year, two years, three years, depending on what your, you know, what, what your mileage is every week, you know, that old paradigm where you're supposed to replace your shoes every 500 miles. You know, if you run 10 miles a week, that's a year. Um, this is kind of protected by the shoe, so it's going to last a lot longer. Um, and depending on, you know, <clears throat> the type of a runner that you are, if you're a little heavier runner, um, the carbon fiber is going to last. That's not going to be a, an issue. My wife's been running in them and our CEO, Steve, uh, has been running in them for three years in one pair. So, I mean, they're not going to wear out, but when you get into sports where there's turf and uh, stones and rocks and pebbles, that, that it's going to eat up the carbon a little faster. Um, but carbon fiber is, you know, we have a, a, a our engineer, our says that the carbon fiber composite is good for millions and millions of plexus. So this is not something right. that's going to break. So. Yeah, I was going to say, these things are like super durable. Like the carbon fiber material itself is not like, you know, for those that are listening on the podcast, if you can't see what Matt's showing here, this material is not like your normal arch support whatsoever. Um, so yeah, I would imagine, honestly, at minimum three years that pretty much a runner who's running 20 to 30 miles. Let me take a quick pause from this amazing episode to share a really cool product that can help you stay safe while running. Knox Gear signature product, the Tracer 360, keeps me safe and lit up from all directions during my 5.30 a.m. running. But now the days are getting longer and lighter here in the U.S. And I wanted to take a moment to share with you their amazing little Bluetooth speaker called the 39G because it weighs only 39 grams and is perfect for listening to podcasts like you are now or music during your run, also while keeping you in tune to your surroundings. I actually was fortunate enough to meet one of the creators of Knox Gear, Simon Curran, and Jamie Miles from Knox Gear as they shared Knox Gear's story and how they created their signature product using engineering principles. Pretty cool stuff and an interesting story to say the least. So I invite you to check out episode 43 on the Healthy Runner podcast to hear from the creator himself. Knox Gear is all about runner safety, and I am pumped to have them as a supporter of our healthy runner community, because in case you haven't realized, we are all about runner health and safety here. Running doesn't need to be painful, and it doesn't need to be risky and dangerous. Running should be that outlet providing us the mental clarity we all need to be the best human we can be to those around us, whether it's our family, our coworkers, or those in our communities. 
Just use the code HEALTHYRUNNER during checkout when placing your order at noxgear.com to receive 35% off your purchase. Go ahead and give Noxgear a try. Trust me, you will never feel safer. Now let's get back into our episode. It's interesting, uh, probably about eight years ago, um, a friend of mine ran across the country. His name is Jonathan Williams. He ran from Newport Beach, California to Newport, Rhode Island. And he wore, uh, you know, orthotics all the way through. And, you know, as far as durability, they're very durable. So, Yeah, nice. Yeah, we actually had someone on the podcast last uh, summer uh, or fall, I guess it was. Uh, yeah, it was in the fall. Shan from Connecticut did the same thing. He ran all the way from California to Connecticut, uh, which is just, unbelievable amazing um story willie, but willie, willie was doing uh, 50 54 miles a day 50 50 miles a day how do you yeah, do that i know it's nuts i will definitely not be doing that matt no. his next his <laughs> next uh his next thing is he wants to run across australia oh my goodness <laughs> okay, <you know. laughs> hey it's we have some yeah. <laughs> australian friends listening right now yeah. i think kathy is here on the live uh, she's from australia yeah. so, so you might you might see this guy running across your uh, country soon uh kathy and uh gene says that she loves the explanations matt so thank you for that uh gene's a rn oncology rn and she loves the explanations um and lisa thank you so much for joining the live annie thank you so much for joining as well um so let's get into um, so we kind of talked about the low arch, high arch that basically these really aren't specific if you have a low arch or a high arch. And that was a question I got earlier on social media when I had posted about today's interview. Um, the other thing, the other question that I did get, um, from a listener was, uh, running terrain. So is there a difference really those that are going to be road running or some of our trail running friends who are listening to this right now? Um, any considerations or any difference really in how, how the VKs would function? Good question. Um, the, you know, one of the major um, dangers in trail running and off-road running is uh, uneven terrain. And the, you know, the foot is 26 bones. 28 if you count the sesamoids and it's it's very flexible and it really really does not like torque uh, on a run on a, a run on a, on a on pavement or on a track there's really not a lot of torque involved because you're not doing lateral movements you're not uh, you know doing a lot of jumping things like that like you would in other sports but on trail running you really have a, a quite a, a torquing uh, moment, what we call a moment, uh, and that torquing is where the heel and the ball do two different things. Okay, so when that happens, uh, that can cause injury. Um, also, when you're going up hills, what a lot of our trail runners have have mentioned to us that it gives you a kind of a a real kind of a springboard effect when you're on you know, different uh, inclines, whether it's uh, rocky surfaces, whether it's trail. So it gives you a little bit of a, a, a cushion, but not a cushion like a foam cushion, which, you know, you don't want big, thick soles when you're running uh, off-road. You want something where you can feel the ground. But the problem with that is when you have thinner soles on rough terrain, that can cause injury. 
so having the carbon between you and the and the trail is really quite an advantage uh, in addition to the propulsion that you feel so that makes sense yeah so i think really what matt's talking about is you know more of a shoe that has a lower stack height right more of a minimalism so shoe if you will um you know for those trails and that makes sense to me um from a pt uh standpoint that that would be more protective in nature so thank you for explaining that and in episode 65 of the podcast matt we had another matt on the show that you're probably familiar with uh one of our neighbors over at woodbridge running company matt santillo yeah, came on the show um to talk about 2021 running uh shoe trends and he you know kind of talked about these carbon fiber shoes that are out there um I'm curious to get your thoughts on, you know, since the carbon fiber shoes have been uh, widely popular in 2021, you know, if someone is currently running with a carbon fiber shoe, would you not want to probably use the BKs and a carbon fiber insole as well? And what is like the big difference between the two? That's, I think that's a little overkill, you know, right. uh, having two pieces of carbon in there. Um, and, and also the two pieces of carbon are doing different things because the one that's built into the shoe is kind of looking to, again, smooth the ride out and stabilize a very soft, you know, the carbon fiber, the, the main purpose at, from my research in the carbon fiber built into the shoes is to provide the foam because they have these ultra soft foams now with stability because if they took the carbon out of these shoes, you would turn your ankle, you'd have posterior tibial tendon issues, you would have so many stability issues in the shoe that you would cause major injury or you know, uh, injury to the runners, especially runners that have any tendency toward pronation or supination or issues like that. Um, so that's the purpose of their carbon is to smooth the ride out and stabilize the foot. The purpose of ours is more propulsive, propulsive in nature and protective in nature. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend probably putting both of those in there. <laughs> right. That makes sense. And I think that makes sense from, um, I think the running shoe industry, and this probably comes from a larger scale study that I did wind up seeing that the one factor in running shoes that helped prevent injury was the weight of the shoe and getting lighter. So I think there's this big movement in the, the running shoe industry, right? Just to get lighter and lighter and lighter. Light, and I think, nope. yeah, with the, like you mentioned with the technology with foam now being a lot more lighter weight, I think you're right in that they're trying to counteract that with, okay, can we do a carbon fiber plate right. to add more stability, right. but we still have a shoe that's really lightweight uh, for the runner. So yeah, thank you for uh, describing the differences there and and the difference in in purposes. Um, so yeah, I think uh, Wayne also asked a question. That I think is a good one. So will we remove the built-in insert and replace it with uh, this one if we have yeah, our our yeah. shoe? Sure. You know, it, it's really funny how the the trends have changed, right? I mean, minimalist shoes and barefoot running were all the rage eight years ago, zero drop, right? And now you look at the Hoka's, it looks like you have a pair of, you know, Doc Martens on. So it's a, it's a you know, it's the whole paradigm shifted. So um, what the, the beauty of the victory insole is no matter if you got a zero drop shoe or if you have a, you know, 10 
a millimeter drop shoe. The VK just replaces the standard insole that comes with it. Nice. Awesome. Um, and yeah, I think, do they even still make Doc Martens? Like, I just remember those oh, in my do. high school days. Do they really? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> people that, you know, people think that Doc, I'm getting a little tangent here, but Doc Martens started as construction boots in England. And oh, then, okay. you know, the, the grunge crowd picked it up and, that, and then it took off. So. Yeah, those are super popular in my high school days, and they were super expensive. So if you had a pair of Doc Martens, it was oh, like, man. you know, those are like in a pair of Jordans back then. Right. Um, you were like the cool kid who had the Doc Martens. Um, I, I did have one pair. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't function great, though. I just remember them. Like, you couldn't walk well in them. They were weird uh, oh, how they felt. Hard, stiff, and heavy. Yep. Other than that, they're great. So besides what we talked about, is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners about, like, why runners out there should, um, you know, choose VKs. I think you shared a lot of the benefits, but is there anything that we didn't uh, touch upon? Actually, yes. Um, the going back to the arch type agnostic uh, design of this, we have just come out with, uh, you know, kind of uh, running with my experience in custom orthotics. We've done a we now have what we call VK Platinum, which is our custom orthotic with a victory insole built in, victory carbon built in. So Interesting. You a, custom, a full custom orthotic with victory carbon plate technology built into it. So you get the benefits of both worlds. You get therapeutic benefits, support exactly to your foot shape. And, you know, for any other issues, metatarsalagist, hesomoiditis, uh, you know, any, any different types of plantar fasciitis, uh, for someone that need something more than an over-the-counter device, we've developed a custom victory insole. So you get not only the propulsive benefits and the protective benefits of the carbon, you get the supportive benefits of the custom. Wow. That's really interesting. Um, so if someone um, was interested in the custom version, would they need to go to one of your stores that actually um, have your insoles like here in Connecticut, either your store in Milford or Flea Feed in West Hartford, or can you do yeah. that online? No, it's, it can be done online. We ship custom VKs all over the world. I just shipped three pairs to Italy, Grand McDowell in Scotland. You know, we, we ship all over the world and it's done through a foam impression box. Uh, if you live in Connecticut or if you live close enough to drive, you can come to our Milford office and I'll scan you, everything will be done in person and uh, we do digitized scanning. Um, if you're out of state or can't, can't get in, we send you a foam impression box posted paid, you send it back to us. We have proprietary scanning equipment that will scan that uh, foot impression, um, take into account your history because uh, we send you out an evaluation form and then we custom make a, a victory insole designed for a victory orthotic designed for you um, interesting so yeah that, that's worked out very well and then so we had a couple of questions here in the chat um for if um are they sized to or do they need to be trimmed for size? How does that work out with sizing, trimming? Do we trim these orthotic or insoles? No, they don't trim. We don't trim. We don't recommend it because you don't want to really cut into the carbon. There is a border around the, you know, around the, let's see it. There's a, there's a yellow border around it. 
And if you have to, you could possibly trim some of the border off. Um, uh, but we don't recommend trimming the carbon, but we have, we have the sizing down. I mean, we have the sizing down. So basically they come in whole sizes. If you're a size nine or nine and a half, you get our nine, nine and a half, and then 10, 10 and a half, 11, 11 and a half. And so we rarely, rarely have problems. I mean, people think that a half a size is a half an inch. A half a size is one sixth of an inch. So, you know, take six sizes to make a full size, six half sizes. Yeah. So, um, so the the we 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 really have uh, uh, no problem with the sizing issue, and you know we can send you other ones. It doesn't matter. So it's free shipping. So, okay, perfect. And what would you say? Um, I think you might have just explained this. The custom foot uh, orthotic version is that the platinums? Is that correct? Are those called platinums. the yeah, those are the platinums. Okay. Which is, yeah. you know, I've been selling orthotics for years. The 395 is pretty much de rigueur for, uh, for, for custom, for full custom. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we make two types of full custom. The first type is what we call our standard uh, platinum victory. And it's made for like running shoes, uh, trainers, that type of thing. And then we make our slim fit version, which is made for like CrossFit shoes, it's made for the tight trail runners, you know, things that are a little bit lower profile that don't have as much room in there. So we, we make both types. So, okay. And, great. you know, I mean, I'm sure I've been doing orthotics for runners for years. And in fact, running is one of our most popular, uh, popular uh, sports for, for our victory business. And I mean, I, based my business on plantar fasciitis, okay? Plantar fasciitis, Achilles tendonitis, I mean, that that is ubiquitous with runners, okay? The pounding, the pounding. And, uh, you know, whether it's uh, the Achilles, whether it's shin splints, you know, what shin splints, right? Too much, too soon. And, uh, you know, lack of cushioning and too much pronation. So the idea here is that you can take an over-the-counter device if you don't need custom. And not only treat, and I use those words advisedly, um, uh, these issues, but also prevent them. We have had these studies. Are you familiar with the Corey Stringer Inst Institute in, uh, in uh, UConn? I have heard of it. I'm not really familiar KSI, on the specifics. KSI approached us, and they're one of the most well-respected um, uh, biomechanics labs. And they tested our product and you could see these studies on our site, uh, tested our product. Uh, and after one year PhD led study with six PhD biomechanists uh, determined that VKs reduce joint loading, they reduce knee excursion and reduce ankle uh, hyperextension. Uh, as a result of the cushioning and supportive benefits of it. We also had it tested and we just got done last year with a test at Harvard Mass General, another PhD led study. And that was relegated to hallux limitus, hallux rigidus, which is an arthritic condition of the first toe, um, the first metatarsal. And they discovered that the Patient compliance rate was 100% with Victory insoles. So the effectiveness of that for osteoarthritis of the first metatarsal phalangeal joint 
uh, was proven. And again, you can see the KSI study on our site, as well as the, the uh, uh, Harvard MassGen. Excellent. I think that's a great segue on, um, you know, where can our healthy runner community um, connect with you and also learn more about um, Victory Inchels? Okay. Um, you can find us at uh, victorygear.com, V-K-T-R-Y gear, G-E-A-R.com. Um, we're at Team Victory, at Team Victory on Instagram, um, Team Victory on Facebook and on Twitter. So team VKTRY. And uh, of course, if they want to, you know, come on down to our office in Milford, we're on Broad Street in Milford, uh, right on the green inside my family shoe store, Archeola shoe store, I got to give that a plug. Uh, and uh, we can do an in-person evaluation uh, for either the uh, standard VK or the custom VK. That's excellent. And then also those who are in the Hartford area, also, you know, West Hartford location, Fleet Feet um, also has them. And everyone who is listening, um, you guys have been gracious enough to give our listeners a nice, healthy, healthy uh, discount, a 35% off um, off of all your full prices for all your products, um, which is amazing. Um, I thank you for doing that for our audience. And, you know, I thank you for coming on the show to share um, a little bit about this topic that is definitely a trending topic. And I love your story and I love how it originated. And I love that it was something that was to correct the problem. It wasn't something that you were going into uh, jumping on a bandwagon of making a quick buck, right? And, you know, I think that's what all the bigger companies are doing right now. And it's really interesting to hear your story. So I would love for our community to support you um, in your endeavors and and um, my experience, I've shared it before, has been great. Um, and I'm a person who's worn custom foot orthotics my whole running career. And now I've been running in these and absolutely love it. So I would recommend for anyone listening right now to uh, check out, you know, go to their website, check out their Instagram, very active on Instagram. I've, I've noticed, um, check out their site and um, they'll be able to take care of you. So one, one last question for you, Matt, if there is a, this is kind of our final stretch. If you can change one thing about the misconception of insoles or inserts for running, what would that be? Question. I think going back to our first, uh, my first statement is that insole, these are not your dad's insoles. Okay. These are not your father's uh, insoles where you you go to Walmart and go buy Dr. Scholl's step on a machine and they, you know, spits out what you should be wearing. This is really cutting edge stuff. And the concept, the one thing I'd like to change is the concept that an insole, something as simple as something you slip into the shoe can work for the athlete and give back to the athlete without creating any energy on its own. It's just creating, it's just giving the athlete, the runner, the energy back that would normally be lost and the concept of dynamic footwear or dynamic foot gear and dynamic insole is the one thing i would say um that uh that is probably the biggest misconception about insoles when it comes to victory 
Love it. Love it. So insoles can be gear that actually helps us run um, as opposed to just something we're popping in our shoe. Uh, so, been, you know, we've been, we were just approached by the military and they, the, the benefits, not only from performance benefits, but the protective benefits. So, I mean, the military, the military isn't going to just get something that's not going to help the soldier, you know? So that what they were intrigued about is this actually gives back and give something back to the runner and, and a really interesting thing that that you got two minutes or no i do <laughs> I yes go on. for it um that the 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 ksi study the corey stringer institute at uconn found that the vks with runners that had victory insoles on had a on top of the the cushioning and joint loading benefits had a uh, decreased, uh, decreased ground contact time and increased stride length. You know, there's still controversy on that, but as a result of the spring uh, rate of the victory insole, you spend less time on the ground uh, per step. And you also, as a result of the propulsion, the stride length was increased, which means that you are not taking as many steps mile nice and if we can be more efficient as runners i think we would all love to be more efficient so we can get faster and help prevent some injuries right i think that's kind of what we're shooting for that's what every athlete wants increased performance prevention of injuries and in one package victory accomplishes that Awesome. So Matt, thank you again for your time tonight. I really, really appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, all about victory uh, in souls. And thank you for our live uh, Facebook audience. Those that jumped there on the live. Remember every week we go live within the Healthy Runner Facebook group, answering your questions with experts in the field of running. So check out our events tab within our group to get the next episode that will be airing on the podcast. And those of you listening on the podcast, I hope you're enjoying your run right now. Have a great run today. And as always, stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time. Thanks. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast. Can I please ask you for a couple of favors? Can you subscribe to The Sucker wherever you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever so you never miss another episode? You'll be notified when a new episode drops every Thursday. Can you also please leave me a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? What I want you to do is to tell them how awesome you are as a runner and then tell them what you have liked most about the show. I love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them and it means a lot to me. If you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, then head over to youtube.com forward slash spark your training and you can see the video version as well as our full video library of exercises that are specific to your running on the spark your training YouTube channel. Also, if you like the content in this podcast, then you will like the community even better. Head over to our Healthy Runner free Facebook group so you can get all the bonus content, blog articles, and get your questions answered by myself and our team of Healthy Runner coaches. The fifth and final thing I want you to do is that you can help this podcast out by taking a screenshot wherever you're listening, whatever episode, and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me. That is at Spark Your Training. 
If you do this, I'll give you a shout out and repost it, sharing your running wins while listening to the podcast. More importantly, we'll be able to share this information with a lot more runners because that is the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of as many runners as possible to help them stay healthy so they can stay on the road doing what they love. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, and tag me in it. You can also find out how I help runners as well as our brand new Healthy Runner Strength Program by visiting our website, sparkyourtraining.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I just love our Healthy Runner family. And remember, guys, let's stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time.